Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, listeners. This is the second part of my conversation with Torsten Welp, software quality architect at Mobilia. We talk about the plus points of microservices and how to approach your digital transformations with the right mindset. Enjoy. Something else which feeds into being agile and you've mentioned already is that all of your services are based off of microservices. So you're very mature in terms of your cloud journey. I'd love to hear some of the benefits of that approach. So, you know, faster, more cost-effective release cycles, for example. Yeah, if you'd like to share that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. First of all, I have to explain what are microservices. Yes, please. (laughs) Microservices are small software units in an overall application. That's the reason why they are microservices. And um, they can be developed and released independent from, from other units. Uh, so you have to be upgrade and downgradable when you deploy it, that it is still working independent from other work versions. So that's the benefit is that feature teams can can develop their their microservices in their responsibility independent from, from other feature teams. So you get more more speed in the agile development process because um, the communication is um, is reduced. You don't have make uh, any release plans. You don't need release management. You can can really live this agile release on demand. On demand means I want uh, to deploy in ten minutes, so I deploy in ten minutes because I'm ready. And it has the the advantage when you when you um, deploy a microservice in production and afterwards you have an undetected error, then the root cause analysis is much more simple because uh, you you uh, develop uh, little changes into production and not a monolith application. So to identify this error is much easier because uh, normally you know what you have changed and it's it's monitored in this this area. Also, when you when you monitor microservices and something is slow, then then you get the indication what is slow in this area. When you have one monolith, uh, you are not aware about which part of the monolith is not working correctly in this area. But microservices are independent from from cloud or on-prem. You can can use it also on-prem. But in combination with cloud, and we are using this software as a service model. Uh, software as a service means that that uh, you don't have any infrastructure anymore. You you take this microservice and and with with infrastructure as code, you define which RAM, disk space, and C- CPU the microservice is using, and you don't have to set up a Linux machine, a Windows machine that is all gone, and so you get more flexibility and scalability for your IT applications. Yeah, I was going to say that that move from the the monolithic applications to microservices, it's going to improve the scalability. And it's really great to hear that you can better isolate kind of bugs and faults, leading to, I guess, more resilient applications uh, in the end. And it's quite an empowering thing for your teams to have that they're not as de- uh, dependent on other teams in order to to keep up that, those fast release cycles and keep up with that speed of innovation. 
And thank you for elaborating on microservices and providing that definition. You know, we don't want to assume that everyone is aware. You know, I'm always keen to learn about these things, especially those in the field working with with them every day. So (laughs) thank you for that run through as well. (laughs) You're welcome. Obviously, you're, you know, you're at the kind of edge of uh, innovation and, and being agile. So I'm sure there's lots on the table, lots of initiatives. Um, of course, with being agile, you don't always know what's around the corner in a few months time. <laughs> but I'm interested to know what you do have planned for right now and, um, you know, for, for 2022 as it stands. Uh, I'm aware that you test SAP applications. That's a relatively new venture. So I imagine that might be high on the agenda. Yeah, we, of course, um, first of all, is, is uh, SAP applications that, that we are really using uh, test automation with Posca. That's a really a good challenge because it's it's a challenge, as I mentioned, with end-to-end testing. The, the one of the end is uh, the finance application, of course, SAP. And when both uh, units are using the same automation tool, it's it's much easier to to combine an end-to-end test when when the tools are different. It's not so easy in this area. There we have to learn how end-to-end testing is really working over all applications in in this area. Then, of course, we will um, work on the continuous testing framework to implement uh, the rules, and that always needs time, of course. And other things are a better tool integration for test planning, for, for combined observability data with, with test automation. Observability is, is um, the monitoring of, of the software in production with, with um, uh, several things. And, and how the application is used in production is important for, for the test planning and, and the test scope within one hour because you have one hour time to to deliver the test results. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you're covering a lot of bases right from the the framework that you're building your applications on through to, you know, testing it, as you say, with uh, the test automation with Tosca for your SAP. And then, you know, once it's out there in production, closely monitoring that to see that it's up to speed and um, fulfilling the, the initial requirements. So, this is a question that we ask all of our guests and the variety of answers always surprises me. And yeah, it, it's kind of a fun one. It forces you to be a little bit succinct or to a try. <laughs> so in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to others working on digital, digital transformations, uh, particularly in a regulated field like insurance? Yeah, that's not so. Um, there are a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> for me, for me, it is uh, digital transformation changes the company culture. So be patient and establish a learning mindset with a positive error culture. That's my advice. Brilliant. Yeah, because it is a. I remember speaking with uh, with Adam Arakilian. He's out there in uh, Adele. And his DevOps kind of mindset is also related to that. He kind of sees it as a philosophy almost. It's not that you just do Agile DevOps as a tool. It has to be embraced and be embedded into the culture in order to work. So it's awesome to hear that you have a a very similar outlook there. And now if you could wave a magic wand, is there anything about, I mean, I'm sure there's a few things, but if you had to choose one, what would you change about the application development world today? Yeah, I have a message for feature teams. Sometimes I think uh, we are the, the shift left is uh, too left, too in, uh, 
to independence. So, so feature teams, be aware networking is also a must and not only working independent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shift left, but not so far left that you're, you're not talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you've got to strike that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Torsten. I wouldn't have expected this was your first uh, podcast. It's been a real pleasure. And yeah, it's awesome always to hear the latest and greatest at Mobilia and to get your top tips for our listeners. It is really great to partner with you, you know, to support your continuous testing and agile journey. And I'm on the edge of my seat to see how 2022 pans out for you and your teams. And hopefully we can catch up in person soon, either here on the podcast, uh, yeah, or ideally in person. Let, let's see. But in the meantime, wishing you well and thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Emma. It was was really a pleasure, and and I like it to to um, share experience and and get experience from other people. So I'm really a, a fan from from uh, this podcast. Oh, great. Yeah, that's the name of the game here, certainly, to kind of help the community and, you know, have us learn from each other and make that information kind of, you know, free, freely available. And, and yeah, so that's really good to hear. Thank you, Torsten. And take care. I'll, I'll speak to you soon, no doubt. Bye. Bye. Torsten has expertly shed light on the DevOps lifecycle at Mobilia with his one-on-one on microservices, contextualizing how they're able to release on demand. In striving for more and continuously adapting to industry needs, Torsten recognizes that getting to grips with the end-to-end testing of SAP applications is critical to their success, as well as improving the observability of their applications to inform their testing. One major takeaway here is that when shifting left, don't shift left so far that you fall off the communication cliff. As ever, thanks for listening. Until next airtime. time.